Green Acres Garden Podcast is the podcast that will teach budding gardeners like you to grow your green thumb. For whether you're a newbie or a seasoned horticulturalist, you're sure to learn something new. Enjoy our conversations with community gardeners and gurus from Green Acres Nursery and Supply. We'll answer questions you didn't know you had. Greetings, Green Thumbs and Gardeners. Welcome, everyone. So glad you could make it, and welcome to the Green Acres Garden Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Jordan, and I've got bulbs on the brain. We're talking bulbs this week. It's the the bulbs and the beautiful here on the show. But before we do, let's check in with Allium Austin Blank. How's it going there, Allium Austin? Hey, Kevin. I'm doing great. And hello to all of the listeners. Welcome back to our bulbtastic show today. And uh, so, Kevin, you just called me an Allium? Allium. Is right? Allium. Is, is that a bulb? That's a bulb. Okay. All right. I'll take it. What kind of... Is it a bulb I can eat? Uh, no. No? Not, okay. not, not, not this type of Allium, okay. at least. What is an Allium? They are a beautiful bulb, I, I believe. So all the bulbs we're going to be talking about today are the spring blooming bulbs. Okay. So it's, this, is the, this is that time of year uh, to get your bulbs in the ground now, uh, so that way you'll have some spring color. Uh, and it's, it's just bulbs are fantastic. And so I'm going to make the case for them. We're going to talk all about them, give some tips and hints on how to uh, plant them properly and take care of them. But uh, my oh my, are bulbs the way to go? All right. Well, you know, I've planted my first bulb now. Um, tell. Now that I, do yeah, tell. Yeah, because I got my fall garden going, and I wanted to do a bulb that I could eat um, So and eat a lot. I think I mentioned on the show a little bit ago, I, um, I put my first garlic sets in. That's a great choice. And... Um, yeah, I love garlic, right? You could cook with it, you know, every day of the week, basically. I'm sweating it out of my pores right now as you talk about me. <laughs> okay, about keep, keep your sweats and smells okay, sorry, over there. Yeah. I just love garlic. I eat a lot of it as well. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. And I thought it was so cool that you could just put, like, the food, the garlic, into the ground or in the soil, and it would grow and make more garlic. So, so cool. So I, I, I gave it a shot. Um, but it's been a couple weeks, and I haven't seen anything pop up out of the ground yet. I think I screwed up. Well, ha- wait. So you did it two weeks ago? Yeah. Okay, so I planted my garden as well. That's why I'm excited about bulbs, because all my vegetables and seedlings are in. But uh, if they're not up, um, it's been two weeks. How deep did you plant it? Uh, I might have gone too deep, because I I don't know. I... I... <laughs> <laughs> what's what's too deep? Okay, so I'll tell you this. You tell me if it's too deep or not. Okay. A normal garlic, so, so they like certain spacing, right? Maybe six, eight inches apart. Okay. And really, the size, the same depth of that garlic is about the depth you want it under the soil. So for me, you know, flat side down, pointy side up, and most of mine are just below the surface. So they'll have a little bit of soil, maybe half an inch or so on top, um, with <laughs> with that little clove down in there, uh, uh-huh. ready to sprout. And so uh-huh. um, it's really not that deep for those. The, usually, oftentimes, the larger the size of the bulb, the deeper it can be planted. Mm-hmm. But always follow the instructions, you know, that are written on the labeling or whatever bulb you're using. But depth is important, right? Okay. And so make sure you follow that to a T with garlic. It's really about an inch or so. Okay, I I was shooting for four to six inches. <laughs> yeah, those. Hey, we, hey, we can save them. I, you know, I bet they have sprouted. Okay. And they're, but they're probably like just shooting up and just struggling. It's like you never you ever been trapped under the water and you're running out of air and, you, and you're like hoping to get to the surface. That's a horrible thing. That's how they were feeling right now. Oh, but instead no. of like being suffocated, it's it's they're they're struggling for for food. So they don't have like a they can't keep going higher and higher. They have like a, a maximum like length they can. They'll reach. push. Well, they have so it's stored energy. So that's what's great about the the bulbs is it's it's a one it's a wonderful adaptation for these plants to survive season to season and be able to be durable. And so even with garlic or, you know, daffodils like we're going to get into, uh, they have a lot of energy stored in there, but they only have so much. So you really want to help them along by 
putting them at the proper depth so that way by the time they do you know push out and stretch by the time they break the surface and are able to uh, unfurl their leaves and start you know photosynthesizing hopefully by then they're not just completely exhausted of energy okay well i think i went too deep and um i also have a pesky squirrel out there that keeps digging in there so maybe it's not even there anymore i'll have to go check and i'll report back i do want to get this right and i still have time isn't that right yeah you know what and i, and I have some extra garlic for you if, oh, okay. if it doesn't work out all right. Well, I'll try uh, round two on my garlic sets and uh, see how that goes. Um, but so I had already been like talked into this by Greg. We've talked to Greg about growing bulbs and I've seen all the bulbs coming into the stores. It's a really cool place to be to shop at, at Green Acres. But for those who are maybe new to it, Kevin, why don't you just kind of lay it all out there? What is, you know, what are bulbs and why should we be growing them? So as we learned, bulbs are geophytes. So there are these, these awesome uh, plants that are able to um, store their energy underground. And usually it's um, some kind of mo modification to the stem or the root system. So there's, you know, different classifications. You've got your true bulb, um, like your daffodils and uh, your rhizomes, your, your tuberous roots, like your, your dahlias, your tubers, like potatoes uh, and your corms. So they're basically it's diff different um, adaptations of that plants have utilized over time to basically be very durable. The one, the one great thing I think about growing bulbs is that they are easy to grow. They're really they're, they're laissez-faire. It's hands hands off growing. You get them in the ground now uh, as you can, um, or you do what you need to do to get them to grow properly. And we're gonna go into that. So you don't we won't plant a daffodil just like we're gonna plant a tulip. Right, mm. so when you get a tulip now, a lot of them they have a chill period that you can kind of induce. So you purchase them, get them into the ref refrigerator for about six weeks, get them out and get them planted, and that's going to give you a good blossom in the spring. Whereas daffodils, you can just you know plant, grow, repeat, and so they're they're really easy and they're a great one to plant right now. They're they're so durable, they bloom like crazy, and they're just a wonderful welcome in the springtime. That's what's kind of great about all these bulbs is. They're little investments in the garden now. You put them out there and you kind of you walk away from them and they really don't need a whole lot of care until they start growing. And then you can fertilize them a little bit more, give them a little bit of water and just really enjoy yourself. And so uh, springtime blossoms are awesome. Nice. So I uh, like how you said laissez-faire. That's such a good word. So it's easy and um, great results later. And they're um, beautiful. They're yeah. absolutely beautiful. And if you're, into, if you're into growing different types of plants, different colors, different styles of blossoms, there is so much uh, to choose from. The selection is really unique and seasonal with bulbs. And so it's great as there's, there's bulbs that you can choose from now. And then as the season progresses, there's different bulbs you can plant that are going to give you summer color later on. And we'll get into that maybe in future episodes. But from spring color all the way up through summer, bulbs are just a fantastic choice. They're just by their own uh, nature, they're very durable. And a lot of the water that they utilize occurs during the wintertime, which is just fantastic. Cool. Okay. Well, thank you, Kevin, uh, for kind of laying the scene here. So if we're going to plant some bulbs now that will bloom in the spring, that will be beautiful and all this stuff that you're saying, what are the what are the big ones we should be going after? What do you, what do you recommend? Do you have uh, some recommendations? Oh, gosh. There's so many. They're so gorgeous. I suggest if you can get down there, just go look uh, at what's there. But really, I mean, the ones that you're going to see a lot are, like I said, the daffodils are just tried and true. And there's different varieties to choose from. Bearded iris, same thing. Uh, very hardy. You know, you can, you know, anybody can grow those with success, I think. And they're beautiful. And there's a lot of, every year I see different colors and different styles come out with those. Freesias are, you know, they smell so good. They're beautiful as well. And they'll give you nice fragrance out in the garden. And when you start clustering these plants up, you know, try to plant them together. You know, if you plant them in these, these nice groupings and clusters and swaths, I think that's where they really um, have the best strength. 
hmm. um, because it ha- has a more natural look. But then you get these just big splashes of color uh, throughout the season uh, as the spring rolls on. And so that's to me, that's just where they really have the greatest impact. OK, so let's say I, I get those three there. You said daffodil, bearded iris and the freesia. And you say it'd be good to kind of like intermingle them by each other, right? Well, you can, but you can, what I, what I like to do is actually plant clusters of the same plant. Oh, I got and, you. And you, but you can put all those together and, you know, you can group them short to tall, you know, uh, from wherever your perspective uh, is of your garden or your plants. So that way the tall ones are in the back and you know, your shorter plants are closer to you. But really all, um, those plants, you just want to have like, have little families of each plant, hmm. uh, it, either in, you know, in nice strokes throughout the garden or in little patches. You can really kind of be like an artist with that, depending upon how you plant them. Um, it's really like when you plant them, you're basically dotting color into that garden later on in the year. So it's, uh, it's, like plant, it's like being a painter, but when you put down your paintbrush, the paint isn't there until several months later. That's interesting. Imagine that, yeah. Well, uh, so are those, let's, uh, I want us to stay on those three. Now, do those uh, come up at different heights? Yeah, abs- yeah, I would say so. Um, yeah. Daffodils are a bit shorter. Your, okay. your bearded iris have have the nice kind of sword leaf, like that. The leaf kind of is a little bit sharper and comes up, and you have these longer stems. Um, Freesias are, I think, kind of somewhere in between, maybe you know, low to mid- medium, okay, in size. And but they they all can be clustered together, and there's many more uh, options to choose from. But what's great is sure. really just. Get them planted. Uh, if you can amend the soil and the hole they're in, that's really helpful. Um, some people, you know, they'll have you can dig them out by hand, and that's fine. If you can get an auger bit for a drill and have, uh, <laughs> that's really helpful. And so it's like a digging bit you can get at hardware stores for a hand drill, and that'll really it'll get you these nice little cylindrical holes in the ground to the depth you need. Um, you can add in a handful of compost, a handful of organic fertilizer. Um, you know. These flowers are bad to the bone meal, Austin. <laughs> and so I know you'll hear people using bone meal. Uh, a lot of the organic, um, you can get ones that are actually fertilizers just for uh, bulbs, and it's fantastic. Oh. And so it'll help basically bring some life into that soil. So, you know, we always talk about mycorrhizal fungi, but you really right. want you know, you want to just uh, inject as much life into that soil as you can. Sometimes these bulbs are planted somewhat deep down, and oftentimes deep down in my garden, um, at least at home, it would be clay. And so to amend that a little bit can be really helpful to kind of get that little bulb started. So that way as those roots sprout out, you know, late winter, early spring, hopefully they're growing into some organic matter with some nutrition that they can absorb and uh, utilize. Okay. So, so feed them. Feed them. Yeah. Th- I mean, that's kind of the best practice we're always talking about with planting anything, right? Is amend the soil is kind of the first step. We always, I always think we start like from the ground up a Perfect. little bit, right? So um, soil, right? Is that that's going to be the first thing and location and the you hole. I, I got also a little uh, excited. You started talking about the auger bit. That sounds fun. That makes it fun, especially, um, like I said, when you're planting these, obviously uh, you're planting them in these wonderful clusters, hopefully at least. And so that can be a little bit of work. And so when you have um, either help or you have a tool that makes it easier, mm-hmm. the, it's really helpful. And so a little handheld auger can be nice, especially if you're not blasting through uh, you know, your, your muscles on your back and your, right. your calluses on your and hands. The, and the depth you're saying is very important. I already uh, you know, kind of didn't do it right with my garlic. So um, now a lot of like when we, when we buy seeds, in the seed packet itself, there's information about how to grow it. Is, is it work the same way with bulbs? Because I, you know I remember it. that was one of the first things. I, I pulled the garlic set out and I was like, oh no, which, wh- how far and how do I orient this thing, right? So how do, I, how do we figure this out? So they'll all look a little different, but usually it's, 
you know, the flat side down, pointy side up, but really the depth is super important. So after you've d dug your hole, you can even, uh, you know, dig your hole deeper and wider than you, if you need to, but make sure you amend it with, with some soil and, and some of your backfill. You know, like I said, give that organic fertilizer in there. But uh, to that proper depth, uh, get a little ruler, a little old metal ruler or something can be helpful. Um, I have a little planting dibble that looks like a, this old school, old timey wooden cone that I use for planting, uh, especially in soft soil. And so it has markers every inch. So that, that can tell me how deep down I'm going. Um, the little handheld tools for planting bulbs, those will have a little measurement in them as well. But really just, if, if it says, you know, plant it three to four inches dip, deep, plant it three to four inches deep because uh, you're not gonna be uh, helping yourself out by putting it super deep down or right at the surface. It wants to be where that depth uh, has been labeled because that's what that bulb loves. That's what that bulb loves. Um... All right. Thank you so much. So uh, really consider the, the depth and um, the point end going up. That makes sense because that's where that thing is going to sprout out of. Now, um, I think, I, I don't know, you help me out here, Kevin. Is the next consideration going to be um, irrigation? Well, what's nice about these plants is once you get them in now, you really don't have to water them in. They're, they're just there. And you, okay. let, you let nature do the work. Uh, they'll, be, they'll be getting watered in all winter, all fall. And then as spring rolls around, they're going to start to emerge as the soil warms back up and they'll utilize that moisture, that nutrition that you've added to that well-amended soil. And then they're going to come up and just be crazy. And if you if you didn't do all that, they're going to sprout and grow and look OK. But if you did all those other things we mentioned, they're going to sprout, grow and look amazing. And so that's really the difference. And then once they start growing and you see some foliage you know, emerge, then you can start considering you know, uh, ir the irrigation aspect of it. Because now it. the plant is actively growing. It's got new vegetative growth that's coming out. And that's when you really want to maybe consider giving it another light dose of organic fertilizer. And then make sure you just keep it lightly you know, moist as well. And then that plant is just going to love you. And it's just going to uh, re you know, return the favor with beautiful blossoms. All right. Wow. Um, now... That's right. You know, I had forgotten that the the bulbs have everything they need kind of stored in them. That's what makes them so cool. So you don't really need to water them till they're till they're fully bloomed, right? Well, th yeah, they'll sprout when they're ready. You All know, right, when they're good and ready. All right. Now, um, now bulbs are there's a it's a big category, right? So we've got the the three ones you recommend now. Those are beautiful flowering bulbs, right? The freesias, the iris, and uh, oh no, what was the, the first daffodils? One? The daffodil. The oh daffodil. yeah, classic. And then there's the food stuff, right? Like garlic and potato. Now, what are, what other options? I know there's a big world of geophytes here. Oh, absolutely. When you when you go to the um, the rack there, you'll see all these beautiful colors uh, in different categories. You'll see the edible ones. There's shallots. Oh my God, grow some shallots if you like food tasting good and you like bulbs. The ease of bulbs, uh, grow some shallots. And that's really what's great about these flowering bulbs as well is that it really uh, it yields so much. For the first so little effort and time up front, you, you get them in the ground now, and then you kind of forget about them. Um, actually, that's the one last thing you can talk about when we were planting is that you, sometimes people <laughs> they forget where they planted them. So if if you're oh, the no. if you're afraid of stomping on them or you know you know forgetting where you put them, you know a little popsicle stick or plant label <laughs> where you put you planted them that can be helpful for me. I know I've done that. Um, but sometimes when you get enough in the ground, you just forget about it and just enjoy them when they do pop up. Um, so either way, you're good to go, labeling or not. That would be a dream of mine to like plant so many bulbs that I forget about, <laughs> forget about some, and then they surprise me. You've talked about that, and Greg has too. Like you'll forget about them, and then they'll come back. I, I, I want that. That sounds so. Wouldn't cool. that be fantastic? Yeah, give me some land. Well, you know, the most expensive food on the planet is a bulb. No, uh, really? What yes, is it? it it is. Uh, what is it? Saffron. 
So oh. saffron is per per pound per ounce is one of the most expensive foods on the planet, and it is from the crocus bulb, a beautiful little flowering uh, bulb, and they're they're great. Actually, you can grow them, and you can grow your own saffron. It's the it's little pieces of the flower that, uh, with the little stigmas. I think that mm. you, you cut them off and. You dry those out, and that is saffron spice, and it just it takes a lot of them, <laughs> takes a lot right. of effort. But uh, yeah, the most expensive food in the world is a bulb. So bulbs are bad to the bone meal. <laughs> so if I wanted to get really rich, I should grow lots of crocus. Yeah, go for it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Well, they're tiny. They're close to the ground, and every bulb, every every flower, only yields you three little tiny pieces, uh, maybe like three quarters of an inch long. Uh, that are usable. These little red wow. little little pieces of the flower that you get, you cut. So imagine getting on your hands and knees and going. Yeah, so it, it's very it takes a little bit of effort, but they're beautiful. And that spice is delicious. You ever had saffron oh, rice? Yeah, yeah, saffron rice is great. And I've bought I've bought the spice in the little vial at the store, and you only get a few of the little strands. Yeah, those right? are those are those are part of the flower. It's wow. pretty incredible. I didn't know that. I didn't know that about saffron. That's cool. Oh yeah, it's great. So it comes so, from crocus. Crocus. Yeah, and there's different varieties of crocus, but uh. They're they're beautiful as well. Actually, those are I've uh, bought in those at the nursery and planted them as myself. All right, Kevin. Thank you for all of these uh, great bulb tips. It's uh, it's wonderful stuff, so that we can plant our geophytes successfully. I love it. Is there is there anything else we we didn't talk about? Well, let me ask you a question, Austin. Okay. So, would you like uh, to have like a bouquet, a fresh bouquet of bulb blooms throughout the spring season? Of like cut flowers, potentially yes. Is that uh, sure? Of course I would. Well, you can do that with bulb succession, my friend. So that's where you plant different varieties of bulbs that are going uh, bloom throughout the season at different periods. So, so one consideration is bloom time. When you're buying your bulbs, uh, and you can read on the different labeling, is some bulbs will bloom really early in the spring. Some are more like mid-spring bloomers, and others uh, really become um, are like late bloomers. So okay. just like me, uh, they bloom a little <laughs> later, right? Uh, so you can really you can time that out so that way you have different types of color through the season. Um, some actually are a little bit lower in stature as well. So even the height of your plant, and you brought it up earlier, um, is something that we should uh, kind of consider. Some are really low, like your crocus we mentioned are really short. Um, your narcissist, that's like medium size height. Your tulips, those are medium in height typically. But then there's some varieties of tulips, ranunculus, your alliums, they get pretty tall. And so, yeah, really you can um, mix and match your plants, but keep all that in consideration. And of course, colors, colors, colors. We love colors out in the garden. So it's nice is pick colors that really sing to you and call out to you. Uh, and that's really going to hopefully make you happy when you're out in that garden. Because really that's what it's all about is you enjoying yourself out in your garden. All right, yeah, it's what it's all about getting these, and it's a surprise with bulbs, which is so fun that you could uh, shock yourself later with some beautiful flowers. I would love that. Sounds so cool. Well, I have so many memories, kind of uh, tied to bulbs and seeing them because they're very timely. It's like a seasonal thing, and I just love when it, and I see certain uh, bulbs blooming. It just makes me think of certain people and certain times in my life. So I absolutely love them. I want to grow a few more myself, mm -hmm. uh, and so this is the time to get them. So I think I better. You know, take my own advice and get out there and go get some bulbs and get get planting. Yeah. Do you have any in particular that you're looking for? You know, I like the narcissists. They're always really pretty. Um, That's a yellow flower, right? Yeah. They they have different. There can be white and yellow and different kinds. They're really nice. Daffodils obviously are just gorgeous. So I might just kind of go with the tried and true, and then maybe just pick up a a few maybe more unusual varieties and throw them in a container or two and see if I can't get some to grow in a in a container okay. on the patio or something. Nice. Yeah, I, I think I want to give it a shot, too. I got to find, you know, I, I 
wanted to start with something I could eat, but may, I think you've convinced me to go for color and go for that spring bloom flower. Do both. Um, yeah, why not, right? You know it. Uh, the bulb, the bulb place is fun to to sh- to look at in the store. There's those, and it only is there at certain times of the year. Right? It's seasonal for sure. Yeah. So you better you got you got to get while the getting's good. And now now there. is the time. Sadly, you got to just you got to do it while you can. And just even if you don't want to uh, plant them, just go look at them. They're some of the weirdest looking little things I've ever seen in my life. Well, every season it's different. You'll see new varieties, and so some there's a lot of people that that grow bulbs and they're like fanatics. Just like we met the rose people who are just you know hardcore rose folks there's uh-huh. some hardcore bulb bulb oh. folks out there is there like geophyte competitions I, there's gotta be there's gotta <laughs> be oh well tulips man tulips like oh yeah that like has like there's i mean that has its own history we could do an episodes just on tulips tulips and their their place in history and i mean kingdoms ha- have risen and fallen on tulips wow yeah. well just like the roses right you know yeah the, what, the war of the roses yeah yeah there you go absolutely yeah so tulips bulbs all of it, you know, it's connected everywhere, my friend. Oh, we're all we're uh, all strands of the same tapestry. Oh, it's oh, it's very metaphysical. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. Bulbs are great, and I think, like I said, it's just it's a wonderful surprise in spring. Okay, well, um, thank you for all of your tips, Kevin. Um, right before we go, I just want to have you kind of wrap it all up in a, in a bow, if you can. I always ask like really hard stuff from you, but so if you're gonna try to get somebody into growing bulbs, which you've successfully gotten me into, by the way, thank you. Um, uh, but to wrap it up, what are all the you know uh, considerations to think about, and uh, what should we be after when we're planting bulbs? When you're planting your bulbs, select a great site. You know, lots of full sun. Amend your soil if possible. Lots of organic matter and compost. Some uh, some bulb food. Uh, some organic bulb food uh, at planting is really helpful. You know, dig that hole. Add a little bit of compost. Add a little bit of your your food in there, and that's a great way to get it started and planted. But really. Collect them together in nice groups. Get creative with your choices. Look for ones that are going to bring you interest for throughout the season. So hopefully you can extend your enjoyment of these uh, bulbs from early spring, mid-spring, all the way up through even summer for some of these other bulbs we'll talk about later in the season. But bulbs are just fantastic because they're so durable, they're so beautiful, and they really bring success to any gardener. I feel like a lot of our um, gardeners out there, sometimes we're hard on ourselves. And it's like, I can't get anything to grow. You know, or you know, really, we get naked. If you're that kind of person or you know someone like that, give them some bulbs or grow some bulbs because honestly, the success that comes with growing them it comes quick to anybody. If I can grow them, anybody can grow them. So, bulbs are a great way to find some really easy success out in the garden and some wonderful beauty. So, bulbs are the way, my friend. Bulbs are the way. Geo fights unite. Uh, oh, it's wonderful. All right, everyone, get out there, find some bulbs to uh, shock and awe you in the spring, and have some beautiful color. And uh, just uh, they're an amazing plant, so give them a shot. And I'm gonna go ahead and link some uh, some resources in the episode description. Go check that out if you want to learn more about how to grow bulbs. But just go to the Green Acres and find that bulb section and talk to somebody and uh, just pick some out and just go for it. You know, it doesn't have to be even like a big planned out thing. Just grab some and give it a try. That's all we have time for this week. Kevin, go ahead and take us out. Well, bulbs are the way. There's a bulb out there for everybody, every gardener. But uh, until then, garden friends, I had another amazing week. Thank you all for being here. Thank you, Austin, for recording and editing as always. Until next time, garden friends, happy gardening to you all. And please keep the geo fight alive and never stop growing. We'll see you next time, garden friends.
The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of Kevin Jordan or his guests. These gardening tips and suggestions may work for you, as well as those from alternative sources. When using any garden products or tools, read and follow all label directions. And learn how to save water while gardening at bewatersmart.info.